The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the oh, oh, left hand oh. slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R and R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. This is R&R in the morning, a big Friday edition. He's Rudy, I'm Rob. We're glad you're with us. Easy E driving for the next hour. We're just about chock full of guests this hour, so let's get busy. Andrew Monaco, we are so glad to hear the voice of. You heard him Wednesday night, and you will hear him every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock with the Jimbo Fisher Show as Andrew hosts uh, with the most, and of course, the voice of gets busy tomorrow, five o'clock, as the Aggies welcome in the Lobos. Broadcast gets going at five. It's presented to you by Ewall Kubota, ABC Home Services, Just Pots, the Angry Elephant, of course, caught right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Andrew Monaco, good friend and all around great guy. Welcome on, man. Good to hear from you. Howdy, my friend. How are you? What's going on, man? You ready? I am ready. Are you? Are you kidding? This is what we kind of count down for, and that. Was it just me, or was the summer so hot the days went a little slower before we get to this kickoff? Maybe you're right. (laughs) And I don't know of any other school that needs a kickoff like Texas A&M does. The the record last year, and and I remember, Andrew, it might have been the last time we talked. It might have been after the LSU game. I I don't remember what the last time we spoke about the season. And you and I both kind of intimated that, yeah, we're keeping receipts. (laughs) <laughs> don't start no don't start uh, but um that's just the last conversation we had yeah. and then we saw the petrino entry and all the things that have happened do i need to keep my receipts handy andrew Am, I do would. i need to no, get I ready would. to show them i would i would why not why not there were a lot of people doing a lot of talking last year they kind of enjoyed look it was all self-inflicted rob it was self-inflicted but it's funny, that LSU game, the more and more that I talk with the players, they were, they were the, the players who stuck around, wanted to play another week. They put themselves in a position where that was the last game, but they wanted to play another week. The reason why I'm saying keep the receipts, they have. They do not want to duplicate what happened last season. And how do you not duplicate last season? Don't do the same things you did last spring, last summer. Last fall, camp was completely different this year. Well, Andrew, the, that, the, go, well, the thing about that, that, though, Andrew, is this. It's like a bad off. It's like a bad round of golf. You're playing awful. You're ready to get out of there. Then on 18, <laughs> you hit the best shot of the day. <laughs> you and it brings get... you right back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this game. <laughs> That's exactly how that LSU was. Like, man, it's been an awful season. Then you beat LSU. You're like, oh. There is something yeah. here. So there is some there yeah. there, Andrew. Yeah, there, there is. Really, there is. And, and that was what was so impressive is that offensive line. Look, they were healthy. That was the, that was the bigger thing. And the freshmen, and, and Jimbo and I talked about this on, on Wednesday, the freshmen who were baptized by fire right. were then forged by that same fire 
by playing. And it started to come together. The game, they, they understand the, the realization. Connor Wigman did not get sacked in that game. Uh, wow. You had McKinley Jackson back on that defensive line. Now the difference becomes the guys who came back. I truly believe that the guys who have come back are the right guys and the leadership. And, and there's one seemingly at every position. I think the biggest on offense is Anaya Smith. I think that was a huge, huge addition for the Aggies. He did not go to the pros. And just, just it's the combination of, yes, as a receiver, sometimes as a running back, definitely as a returner, so you're affecting those parts of the field. But I don't think you can underestimate the leadership, and he's part of the unity council and the way he interacts with everybody on that team. On the other side, I'm going to go on the back end, Damani Richardson, and up front on that defensive line, which has a chance to be a real strength. I think McKinley Jackson coming back. I, he just absolutely impresses me, does McKinley, uh, that leadership, not just with his D linemen, but he works with absolutely everyone. He'll work technique with offensive linemen as well. You have the right guys coming back, the leadership, obviously the knowledge, and they can play because they're going to be on the field. And I think it's going to do wonders for the young guys. And Jimbo said this on Wednesday, and I love it. You can have leadership all you want. The young guys have to accept that leadership <laughs> and welcome it, and they have. And that's why I think this group is so tight. That's Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Texas Aggies. We'll catch him live tomorrow at 5 o'clock, moving all the way through as we got the New Mexico Lobos coming into Kyle Field as the Aggies kick off the 23-24 season. Now, you talked about the leadership that's coming back. One of the things that will be new this year will be the offensive coordinator, Bobby Petrino. It was mm. announced last week that uh, Connor Wigman got the ball uh, not a huge surprise, though. From what I've heard, Max, it was a close – I think a lot of people don't realize how close it really was between those two. Tell us why Wegman got the gig and what that means inside of this new Petrino offense. It's always going to be the decisions that you make, and it's funny when you say that. that Rob, you just said it, how close it was. It's not like Max lost the job. That's not it. And, mm. and Jimbo's always going to have quarterbacks. And there's always going to be – because there's always going to be the competition. And I think there's also this thought like, well, wow, now Max, Max is going to – he's going to check out now because he didn't get the job. It's not the case. They're, they're actually really close, and they, they really help one another. And I think that competition of one another – the way camp goes in the beginning is Connor runs with the ones one day, Max runs with the ones right. the next day, and you do that until the decision's made. And I can tell you watching camp, I, I was confident with whomever they put behind center and sometimes under center, which is going to be fun to see. You're going to see uh, Connor gets it, the decision-making obviously that he has and the confidence and, and Jimbo always says your team picture starter, they'll be mm. fine with whomever. But, but Connor is just a, a, a little bit different. And I, I really enjoy the way he throws. This is always interesting to me because I asked my partner, Dave Elmendorf and not only played here in baseball here at A&M, but the, his, his decade with the Rams mm -hmm. as a safety, he talks about Connor's release is so quick, and it, and it blows him away because he says that half second that he gets, away, uh, gets rid of it quicker is the difference, he said, of me as a safety deflecting that ball an incomplete or a completion. And that, I think it's something special is the release of Connor Wigman. I also think with this offensive line, I'm not going to lie, and, and with the injuries last year, he's going to be able to scramble like we've seen a little bit in the past. He'll be able to do that, but I think they're going to be able to protect him. Now, who does he get to throw to? I think some game changers. I'm not, I'm, I think that's what Anias does. Absolutely. I think what, that's what 
Evan Stewart does. I think that's what Noah Thomas does. That's what's nice. Running back's going to be by committee now, and I'm excited because Amari Daniels is stronger than he's ever been. Le'Veon Moss another year. Ruben. And Ruben Owens. I, I, <laughs> you, you know what? You, know, you guys know me. It's like <clears throat> I love recruiting because of the excitement. Then it's the old, well, can he play? <laughs> What's he do on the field? You'd never know that this is his first camp. He looks <clears throat> like a five-star running back. So that, <clears throat> that's exciting. For Bobby Petrino, you'll be under center, some two back, some two tight ends, some motion. It's not going to be completely different because you guys know you've got to win up front in the SEC. The lines are always going to be important. But you're going to see some different things, and I do know that this offense is excited to play under Bobby Petrino. Now, I'm a, for me, Andrew, if, I'm a, if I have a quarterback and I've given him the job, I have to ha- give him the full green light. I don't want him looking over his shoulder. Now, Rob brought to my attention, you know, Jimbo can be a little bit tough on his quarterbacks. Is he going to lengthen the leash on Wegman and not have him looking over his shoulder, not having him scared to pull the trigger that Max is going to take his job soon as he makes a mistake, which to me is a recipe for disaster for any quarterback. This isn't me picking on Jimbo. This is just any QB. No, no, question. no. Good question. No, yeah. Rudy, what's, what's the old saying in football when you have two? You have right. None, right? This is, <laughs> right. But, this, but, but this isn't that scenario. Okay. When you, are, when you are the quarterback, no, Jimbo does not want you playing looking over your shoulder. This is why he is a why guy. The why can be on a completion as well. It doesn't have to be just the incompletion. And, the, and the, one of the real interesting things about Connor Wigman is he can come off the side. Like, starting tomorrow, Jimbo's no longer over his right or left shoulder on that field. He's now on the sideline. So now Connor has to make all the decisions. It's a, slight, it's a different thing when you're in camp and you have Jimbo saying, you know, uh, telling a scout guy he's not in the right spot, telling a receiver he didn't run the right route, telling Connor he had a guy open. I, I get this. But Connor can see that play and then go over to that sideline and tell Jimbo exactly what he saw. And that becomes the key. If Connor's not seeing what he's supposed to be seeing, yeah, then that leash gets a lot shorter because right. he's, he's not managing the game any longer. If he tells Jimbo, hey, this is what I saw, this is why I made the play, and Jimbo goes, yeah. He never wants a he never wants a quarterback to play looking over his shoulder. It's if you're not making the right decisions, if you're not managing the game, you're not getting the team to the line in time, you're not finding the middle linebacker. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, yeah, then you don't you don't deserve that job. But that's the thing. He, there's a lot of trust for his quarterbacks. Is he hard on them? Yeah, like he says, you can't be a knucklehead and touch the ball every single snap. You can have knuckleheads. If they're not touching the ball, maybe once or twice a game, even though he won't have a, have a knucklehead. But that's why the center and the quarterback are so important. They touch the ball every single right. play. And that's, and that's that decision-making, game management, and, and having the trust of your teammates is the reason why Connor has the job. That's Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies. Uh, we'll get the party started 5 o'clock Saturday, go all the way through as New Mexico comes in. Uh, we, we, we've heard so much about this receiving core with Evan Stewart and finally Amush Muhammad, a, a healthy one, and then Anaya Smith deciding to come back. How much of that group are we going to see Petrino utilize? I mean, is this going to be the downfield <laughs> attack that so many of us hope to see? Yeah, you're going to see, you're going to see some of that. And what's, what's really interesting is uh, I had an opportunity earlier in camp. Jimbo always invites me to kickoff camp. So during that weekend, 
you get a chance to sit in on some of the player meetings that they have, and one of them was with the quarterbacks, and, and Bobby Petrino with all four quarterbacks in there at the time, and it was just fascinating. And his big message was, look, when, when they're putting up plays from the, from the practice the day before, he's getting into their minds, what are you thinking? And he says, look, you have to tell me what you're thinking so I can tailor when you're in there what you're comfortable with and what you should be seeing. And one of the things that he came out and said was, look, if we get a nine-yard run on first down, second and one, this is a great time to take a shot. That's just football right there, but this is a great time to take a shot. Now you're at second and one. You know, you always have to know when zero is on the is on the field, right? Because it's it doesn't have to be just a deep shot for these guys. It could be a it could be a slant. But now you got a guy who can win fifty fifty right. balls in Evan Stewart, and you guys know how excited I am about freshmen who become sophomores <laughs> when <laughs> when there's so much more understanding of how to prepare for Saturdays, not just the Saturdays. And then Moose, who put on a show against LSU. Look, there's a name that I thought had a really good camp, and we'll see. Jade Walker, who comes from Grand Valley State, he's a, he's a Cleveland kid, just wowed everybody with camp with his size and, and his speed. Micah Tease has speed. Raymond Cottrell has speed. Jordan Anthony, who comes from Kentucky, is a track guy who has some speed. I, I think Jimbo keeps saying you're only as good as your as – your, um, you go too deep. You, you know, you have to have a first and a second unit. I think that's the difference is they don't have to throw the same three guys out there right. as receivers. So that I think that helps throughout the throughout the game that you are fresh or fresher. Uh, but you just have guys who can who can win 50-50, you guys with, with catch radius, the guys who can just make plays. And I love that they've gone up against this secondary, <laughs> which is pretty stout. The good on good is pretty competitive. And that's what, that's what excites me is that there were moments that the defense was winning. There's moments that the offense is winning. But I love the way they make each other better. So I'm really excited about this. It's a much deeper, I think, receiving core than, than maybe Jimbo's had since he's been here. As far as I can remember, it's been a bit since we've seen things like, well, Mike Evans would be the last time I remember having this kind of depth and speed at wide receiver. And talk about depth and speed, that is Andrew Monaco. The party starts tomorrow <laughs> at 5 o'clock. We can't wait to hear the call. The Aggies going to be live here all season long right here on San Antonio Sports Star. And when you hear the Aggies, you know it's going to be Andrew Monaco bringing them to you. Hey, thanks for stopping by, man. We Appreciate look forward to next Andrew. week have a great call this week and we'll talk to you next friday always wonderful talking to you guys have a great day